It's been six episodes of combat. Will our heroes hold up? Find out this week on The Hapless Heroes. You're bad. I don't like you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. I'm Francesco, and I will be your host and DM as we continue this long combat. Damn, you said that perfectly, Fran. First try, too. On the first try, without That's crazy. any retakes, because I'm not tired. What a pro. Speaking of things that uh forgotten, there's also some effects of combat we need to resolve, but before we do that... Uh, I'm going to intro my cast for you. Starting on my left, we have Dave playing Vecna, but good. We're back, everybody. <laughs> Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at my service. Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Let's get stabby. Zach as Perida Lincoln Woods and occasionally Pregnart. This is what my voice sounds like. Unless it sounds like this. And John as Lord Jarrell the Light and occasionally Dr. Dedu. If I can't see him, he's dead, right? Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of things happening. If you're just dropping in now, go back a couple of episodes. Don't just be dropping into a middle of a combat. What are you doing? Are you doing? crazy? Are you crazy? <laughs> you crazy person? That's good. You, you do you. This? You do what you want to do. It, don't, don't listen to these folks. I yeah, um, every episode is somebody's first friend. Uh, guys, you're N episodes away from the end, and N is a very small number. Give yourself a little bit of runway here, okay? Yeah, take a running start. <laughs> yeah. <this> like starting, <laughs> starting a Marvel movie and like 20 minutes into the end battle. Right. Speaking of getting a running start, we're going to, before we get to the, back to the top of initiative, like I, I do recall, right? You know, there was, we had a whole. The, the clip essentially made a suggestion to Larlock because now he's frustrated because he couldn't imprison Vecna. And the suggestion was to annihilate pretty much everything. Yep. Um, you know, we'll see if he takes that advice. But before we do that, Jarrell, I forgot to do something. I have an asterisk next to your name on my little initiative tracker here, and I never really got to clear that asterisk. At the start of your turn, I needed you to have made me a wisdom save from the previous turn where you hit Larlock. And something happened to you that we didn't know what, what it was quite yet, but you know that there is a like some sort of there was some sort of cursed or something that happened, and that should have started or resolved at the start of your turn. So we're going to do that now. Which one did I clear? Just to get it out of the way. Which one did I cleanse? Did I cleanse you my cleansed blindness? the Otto's irresistible dance. Okay. All Lots right. of effects this combat. Dear yeah. God, I'm so sorry. To everybody, you're keeping track for all the things that I've forgotten about or have to retcon and then start a new episode with. Hey, I forgot this thing last time, so we're going to resolve it now. But hey, here we are. It's the benefit of editing these episodes to be like, oh, yeah, I said that thing a while back and I never followed up on it. 
So I'm following up on it. Jarrell? So what would I have to roll? Please make me a wisdom save. Wisdom save. All right. Um, hmm. Crap. I don't have any bardic inspiration or anything like that. I'm trying to remember if I have anything else that will help me. Is this a spell? No. It's a it's a ability again. Something that happened to you when after I hit, you made after yeah. you made contact with your with your sword. Okay. Um, well, I'm just gonna be stuck with it. I think I got a 25. That is a little bit under what you needed. I know it is. <laughs> so, at, um, essentially, uh, at the start of your next turn, you will do nothing. Uh, and then you will repeat the save again once we skip your like once we get back to your next turn, right? Because like it's supposed so to start at the start of your turn. It's essentially you make hard. a save to see if whether or not it skips your turn. It would have oh. had to skip. We would have had to skip your turn, uh, but we didn't. So that's cool. But okay. next turn, right? So this time we just skip my turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is, is there any reason for that? Like, what is it? What's doing you, it? You, you're like. You feel your body. It's it's almost like it's it's almost like a it, it feels like par- like almost like temporary paralysis. But you can like you just you almost feel it's more like mental paralysis. Like there's something that's like you, cursed. Okay, I have your, advantage against being paralyzed. Stunned. It is not a par- it's not paralysis. This is a curse. So if okay. you have anything against curses, as far as like any resistances nope. to those, no, things, that's what I wanted to make sure. Okay, okay, this I, is can't, a curse. I can't be charmed either. So no, you are cursed. advantage advantage. Okay. I can remove curses. That's good. Well, uh, I'll have to wait until you'll have to wait and see if you do nothing. Next turn. (laughs) Um, But in the meantime, Larlock, uh, with 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 rage, overcoming him, decides. No, annihilation is too boring. You stupid clip. But I think we can work with this. I think I can work with this. Uh, and he will look over at Vecna. Now, again, you can hear this conversation happening. So for those of you who are paying attention, right, you'll at least have some general heading of where Larlock is floating in the air. Um, I don't do that during this podcast. Attack, attack rolls would be made a disadvantage if you're going to be trying to shoot or do something, you know, in that general whatever, wherever the fuck you think he is. Um, but he's going to look at Vecna, who is blind still, I believe. Uh, and... You're gonna see uh, from just somewhere in the sky a thin green ray spring green from ray. just like yeah thin green ray and uh, fly towards Vecna. Um, Vecna, make me a dex save. Is this a spell or anything? Yeah, well, let's uh, let's see. A four on the die. For any all reason, modifiers are gonna pass that. <laughs> oh. It is a spell, but Vecna's you far get, away you from it. you and invisible. Yes, uh, and also I rolled I'm, a four I'm, on the die, and since I don't have anything that's giving me plus 22. <laughs> right. Vecna's, that, Vecna's that, that far away from me. I thought I was kind of in the middle of everybody. You're in the air still? Yeah. I mean, yeah, or you flew down to heal somebody or yourself. you did let me go to the ground. Yeah, but Vecna teleported himself far away from you. You have no idea where he is. Um so you wouldn't even be able to like this. I mean, he wouldn't be. I don't think he's in your aura because remember, Dave, you, you had dread teleported or something like that. Did one of those things like yeah, the usual the thing north. that teleports me and gets me uh, some HP stuff. and yeah, yeah. I need you to uh, take some damage. 
All right. And you, you can hear with the incantation, uh, Vecna, because you know so much about magic, that he cast Disintegrate. Please, please, please. Deal lots of damage. Hey. Please, please, please. I'm going to respectively root against that. <laughs> Mike, does your Iron Stone only protect you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I tried that last time. How where I tried to work? absorb spells that... As long as the spell is directed at me, and, on, and only me, it absorbs the spell count. So if it's a 7th level spell, then it absorbs 7 levels of spell. Out of, and it has um, 50, and it can absorb up to 50 levels of spells. Right. Uh, okay, that's respectable, I'd say. 75 force damage? Oh boy, all right. Yeah, if I hadn't uh, been topping myself up, I'd be in a lot of trouble, <laughs> but Vecna's still feeling that one. Okay, uh, on it a scale of... From <laughs> on a random arbitrary number scale, uh, how would you say you're feeling right now? Um, on an arbitrary scale of numbers, yeah, I'd give it about a 70. A 70. Mm, can I do this again? Okay, you're not disintegrated. No, he's only <laughs> mostly disintegrated, which means partially not. It just hurt a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then what else is he going to do since he's still greatly invisible? Uh, he's going to just fly. He's going to fly. He's going to fly somewhere. No one can see where he was flying. Cool. Um, Boris might be able to potentially try to suss out where the clip is in the sky, but it's you know, it's going to require an eagle eye um, from where you are right now. Uh, so that's going to be it for now. Uh, we are going to move on to Boris. Um, what would you like to do? For Clippy. Boris wants to look for Clippy in the sky. That's going to be the first, you know. Can, can she so, suss out where? Your passive perception is not giving you much. Because you are, you're, you're still flying, right? You're, you're, you're essentially floating around with your cloak of the bat. Yes. Correct? You, like you haven't yeah. landed or anything like that still? Uh, uh, my last notes have me still in the air, but also still within the, the, the safety bubble. Yeah, mm -hmm. is how I have it written. Jarell is just, essentially Jarell is where Larlock's feet were when he was yeah. when he first went straight up. And you are essentially where his head level was. So you guys are about 15 feet apart from each other uh, in midair. Okay, um, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Would you be able to? I mean, it's a tiny paper. It's not. Well, it's not tiny. My passive anymore. perception it's, is twenty-five. So, gosh, I'm just trying to think. Like, with against the backdrop of the sky, I would. I, I. I feel personally like you would need to make an active perception check if you really yeah. wanted to suss out. Uh, the most I feel because, like I would have seen because, is like, am I saw like a glint of what direction the paper? The clip last was flying, place you or? looked, right? The last place you thought you saw it, right? It's not there anymore. Like it, it's 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 moved from whatever spot you had sort of like seen or like fixated on the corner of your eye, right? That little glint or whatever that it may have shown um, to you know when you notice it the first time. It's it's not there anymore. So if you mm -hmm. wanted to make an if you wanted to use your action to make a perception check, 
then I could, you know, then I, you know, definitely would be able to tell you more. But I think just because of how difficult, I mean, it's 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 not so much a needle in a haystack that that, but a paperclip in the sky, uh, and I feel yeah. like that's you know a similar thing to hard to, to be hard to see <laughs> without really looking hard. <laughs> I feel like that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I have two different directions I can go with my turn, one of which is, you know, trying to heal Vecna and the other of which is trying to find a paperclip in the sky. And knowing Boris, she's going to try to find a paperclip in the sky. If you recall last time, Dave for flavor said that healing damaged Vecna. Oh, yeah, I didn't recall that, actually, but I thought it was just holy damage. Yeah, I mean, I guess holy healing. I'm not sure if a healing I think a healing potion might just work the same way. I don't know. Um... But we'll, 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 I guess, cross that bridge when we get there. Because, again, you can't see Vecna. Vecna is also invisible and far away from you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I'm going to I'm gonna try to find a paperclip in the sky. That's what Boris is doing. For flavor, she pulls out a god monocle from heaven, from the pocket full of monocles, and uses that to kind of scan the sky. <laughs> Something interesting happens when you put that on. Ooh. Um, very funny that you mentioned that because no one, you know, like we only really use those to focus certain, um, you know, energies or whatever, right. To essentially make portals appear. Mm -hmm. We never really thought like, what are these monocles actually do or what other properties that they potentially have, right? They're not just focusing crystals, right? You can look through them. We called them monocles. Um, when you look out into the sky now with one of these on, you can see uh, an aura um, kind of floating around like where like it's 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 almost like vaguely like humanoid shaped, like like sort of like the outline of, of Larlock. It's 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 hazy. It's fuzzy. But like you can actually make out like you almost have partial true sight while wearing one of these. Um, cool. Yeah, and it's hazy, it's fuzzy, like it's not like, you know, it's it's not like a clear picture, right? It's almost, it's like, you know, when you look through, um, say like a, like a thermal lens or something like that, right? You get like, just, it's, it's very blobby. It's not like a clear, you know, uh, outline. It's it's very like more amorphous, right? Because you're just getting the, the general shape or like of, of, of what's happening. It's That's what still it looks very like helpful. Mm-hmm. But, you know, effectively, like, you know, while it gives you that picture, right, you're essentially you only have one good eye, right? The other eye is really only seeing this like blurred sort of like, you know, like things. So like, I can't I, mean, I don't know what that looks like when, you know, if you'd have like essentially one eye seeing something different than the other. But if you that's... put it in the correct eye, whichever eye that is for you, you will see one's the same and one moves over just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. I'm not going to say it. I mean, at this point, you're so good at perceiving things. I'm not sure if it's going to really impose much of a disadvantage on you. But like, you know, it's just it's a, it's it's a bit awkward. I feel like, you know, what I mean? you kind of like kind of closing one eye, you know, close trying to close like switching back and forth yeah, almost right. to see yeah. like, yeah, yeah actual yeah. and then keeping both open because obviously the other perception. eye sees nothing. But yeah, you have a general idea now of like where Lotterlock is. He's flown about uh, 30 feet due north. Has not changed elevation. 
Oh, so he's only 30 feet away from me. Yes. But I've already used my action here. Um. Yeah, equipping an item, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that, that's like you, you, you've put a monocle on and like surveyed the area. Yeah, yeah, that would, that would count as my main action. Um, as a, I guess, bonus action, can mm -hmm. I toss a second monocle down? Like directly beneath me to Jarrell? <laughs> yeah, he'll have to try to catch it. Yeah. I can't do anything. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> You're like incapable of moving. Um, well, he can. Like yeah, a, he's a just. Well, he, anyway, just to, like... he has to spend his next turn doing nothing. That's yeah, really okay. it. Um, so I... he can he can do something now. It's just again, I'm, I had to retcon an effect that should have we should have tried to resolve at the start of his last turn. So like, it's a little messed up. But like, he could try. I I, I will I would allow him the the catch attempt. It's just that again, we skip his next turn. That's it. I was going to say, I can reflavor this and I can just fly down and stick one on Jarrell's face. <laughs> I still have my move action. You still have your movement. <laughs> so you could. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd allow that. So Boris is going to fly down as soon as she realizes that the, you see the like a dumbfounded look see. on. Yeah. And you see like a dumbfounded look on, on Jarrell's face. Like his eyes have glazed over. And makes I very, just take a makes it very easy like, to put the monocle on because he's taking over is one like of his glazed moving. over eyes. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like your helmet is open faced; it doesn't like come down, right? So she can just stick it right on your, just on your face. Um, all right, yeah. I use a little me. bit of a bubblegum cigar. Actually, I like use a piece of gum to stick it, so the monocle's literally stuck to his face, and he doesn't need to be holding it. Oh my god, that's disgusting! <laughs> and I love that for you. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Uh, anything else on your turn? No, I'm just going to hang out with Jarrell. Sounds good. Love that for you. Um, at the end of your turn, Boris, Larlock would love to use one of his legendary actions to cast a spell. And he will attempt to disintegrate Vecna once more. Vecna, please make me a dexterity saving throw. Why bother, but... Yeah, that's even worse. So there you go. Please, 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 dice, please. No. No, thank you. Okay, I've had enough of this dread counter spell. It's time to obliterate. Hey, thank you, dread counter spell. Oh, I forgot about You can't see me. You can see me. You're right, I can. You can. He's blind. Oh, he's blind, blind. Yeah. You're right. That was part of the reason. No, this is not going to do it. Anything. Yeah. Fuck. Math, math, math. Fuck. It's for the best. I'd at least like to get some one-liners in here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we can start the one-liner battle now, but no, it's not going to be enough damage anyways. Uh, it's... <sighs> 58 force damage. Oh, my God. Sadness. And he will say, back to dust with you. That's it. That's it right there, just like old times. Before the godhood set in. And yes, I know how this works, old man. But I didn't say that, though. Since second thought, this is exactly how this works. You kill me. They kill you. We both come back in a couple hundred years and do it over again. 
Or I just kill you and have the next hundred years to have all the fun I want. I mean, you could. You've just been in the way for so long with what with you... your whole quest of evil. Yeah, have... but now I don't. And that's the best part is since I'm the opposite of you, I don't have to put my all of my attention into something really huge like that. I get to focus it all on you. You blow me up. Put me somewhere where you can't see me for a couple hundred years, you dumb bitch. (laughs) 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 We'll do it all over again. (laughs) We're going to take a brief pause in this uh, in this banter here. Um, I will actually allow a free check here Uh, for anyone who is magically inclined or who just feels like they want to give it a shot. You can make me some arcana checks to kind of suss out what the hell they're talking about. Oh, you know, I'll even accept religion because I guarantee they probably talk about this too. 23. Okay. Seven. Oh my God, Uh, Boris rolled something that's not like amazing. I'm not proficient, so I don't get my base 10 in this. It's okay. It's it's the small victories, you know. Uh, Go ahead, Peridot. Peridot got a 19. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything I can do to change the outcome of this. Because you don't want Quinn to be the only person who knows? Right. How, <laughs> how, 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 how does the bard know more about magic than anybody you don't else? Want to, no, because because we've all learned that if when Quinn is the only person who knows something, he will he will do everything in his power to make sure that everyone knows that he is the only one who knows something. <laughs> uh, Gerald got an eight. Okay, so Quinn... Sure. Um, you've, you know, as a tailspinner yourself, you know you've gone many places to get source material for some of the stories you tell, right? Mm-hmm. And in your encounters with the undead, you've done some reading on that because in order to tell a good story, you got to know where you're able to embellish and what's going to immediately be sussed out as something that's too far fetched, you know, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know a thing or two about liches. Okay. Okay. So liches be crazy. They have something called a phylactery, typically, that they are bound to. So if you kill a lich... I have an olfactory, too. Phylactery. Oh. This phylactery is usually like, it's typically what? Like, usually like a vial of like their... It's like of something of like their essence. It's like their their blood or something like that. Like that was from when they were mortal, right before they turned themselves into a lich. Like this is essentially what gives them immortality. So long as that phylactery exists and is hidden away somewhere, a couple hundred years is nothing to someone who can live forever. They'll just regenerate and show up again back in their lair, wherever that phylactery is. So. You're thinking about it and you're like, wait a second. So if either Vecna or Larlock dies, cool, we solved the problem for a little while, but in a, few hundred, in a few hundred years or whatever, they'll be back. Sure, but we won't be alive. Yeah, I don't think there's any uh, any anyone here that's going to be around in the next 300 years, <laughs> huh? Thanks, so, I, someone, I, so, I took a, I took a contemporary view of that, of like, well, you know what? 
Okay, someone else's problem, you know. It's, don't we put it in the earth? We're not going to be alive when it destroys yeah, the earth. Fuck it's it, fine. you know. Three hundred years from now, it's their problem, right? That's their problem. As long as we deal with it now, we're fine. Um, Gerald might still be around. Okay, I feel so, like that, that, that's a Gerald problem. Paradell <laughs> like might, in like, although I am a god, so maybe I'll be alive too. I guess. Son of a god. So, son of a god. <laughs> and who knows anything about Pregnard? I think I feel like Pregnard will be alive in three hundred years. Oh, for sure. Maybe. <laughs> He's he'll be the hypno toad. Technically, zero will be because he doesn't age. But Zero's not here. No, he's not. But. Okay. All right. So we'll all still be alive. Whatever. Fine. But will <laughs> you be lucky if she makes it to adulthood? So there is that. <laughs> <laughs> um. But so that's what you know, Quinn. I guess I'm mm-hmm. just gonna ask the question. Um, do you want to just assume that now you are sharing this information with the group or do you want to share it in your own way? Well, I'm on the ethereal plane, so I can't That's really share true. it with anybody right now. Okay, perfect. I can hear them, but they can't hear me. Perfect. I love that so much. <laughs> so I'm not making the choice to not tell them. I literally can't tell Everybody them Everybody right else, now. carry on as you were carrying on. And speaking of which, we will then carry on right over to the turn of combined turn of Dudu and Pregnart, who are hiding behind a pillar, right? That where Jarrell, uh, I guess, well, is you're, you're kind of hovering above that. Uh, yeah. But you guys are kind of like closer to ground level, um, right? Because you were just trying to hide from all the shit that was going on. You were trying to keep Pregnart out of harm's way because he's weak. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you guys doing this turn? on your combined turn. Um, can I, well, I guess he is, uh, Pregnot, uh, should I keep throwing little things at it or bigger things or what do you think? Throw the big things, please. And again, you can't see the thing to throw it at. You're hearing this conversation. Like you can, again, if, you, if it requires an attack roll, you can, you can, you can try it at disadvantage, but you can't actually see where either Vecna or Larlog are. But I, I just, can hear where their voice is. I feel very weak. Room. I don't know what she, we should do. I'm very but confused. If I can hear their, where their voices are coming from, I can guess the 40 feet that they're in. <laughs> okay. If someone was hovering about 30 feet in the air and you couldn't see them, but they were just like shouting, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think you'd be able to accurately like point yourself to about general I'm heading? Not, I'd say I'm not, maybe. Yeah, general heading within maybe, 40 feet. Maybe. Uh, general 40 feet. Maybe. But if you're going to, like, what are you, what, uh, what, 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 are, what effect are you trying to create? Because maybe we can try to figure Still this out. You're trying to do meteor swarm. <laughs> okay. It sounds I mean, like if someone's shouting out of a window, can you identify the right building? You would like to do meteor swarm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can. Uh, ha- the thing is, because you don't know where this 40-foot area is, essentially, uh, you know, you're just, where are you placing it? I guess then first I would have to try to do a perception check. Uh, they might move. Okay, your perception check is going to tell you what? Where invisible people are? No. But right? they're yelling at each other. They're yelling at each other. You can, like I said, All you have I'm a general... trying to do is listen. Okay. I've got a question. If you're, you're going to make the check, then that's your action. I've got a question. What's up? Can I attach Curse of the Sea to message? 
What? No, message is a spell, <laughs> and you use an action to cast the spell. And then curse right. of the sea. Curse, curse I mean, of the if sea. If you could make is, one of those a bonus you're... action, then maybe we can talk about it. Curse of <laughs> Curse of the Sea is I can curse a target that I hit with a cantrip. Oh, that's really interesting. So you try to send like a message to. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, I like that because I feel like that's very much in the spirit of like message is a cantrip. It is. And so you it doesn't could choose. Harm me. Right, you could choose to 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 do that, uh, but again, you don't. <laughs> know where you can't target something you can't see um but i know where his voice is coming from and so i generally think generally speaking make it's coming it easier somewhere to message him above you it's somewhere from above you but i mean okay right message requires you to actually have a target to be able to like see that target and then you know send them a message to their brain let me right. see if I have, I have to see. see. Actually, I might have to see a target for message. Yes, I believe you do. Uh, I will. I will double check. And it, I think. I think message is also requires a. It's a. Uh, it's just you point your finger toward a creature within range and whisper a message. <clears throat> oh shit! Yeah, I'm gonna. I know the where target, they are directionally. The target is. It just says the target, and only the target can hear the message. But you have to like. Yeah. You have to be able to target it. You have. Yeah. Towards. Nothing to target. You're just yeah. You point towards, but like if you're not pointing directly at him. No, right? it didn't say. It doesn't say directly at. It says towards. You can't see where you're pointing. <laughs> you're just pointing to a random spot in the sky and being like, nah, I think that's where that's where Larlock is, maybe. No, but what you were just you saying, you just said ball. that if you can you hear a person your finger shouting, toward a you know creature about within range. Are. You point your finger toward a creature within range, right? The target. Yeah, but you just said uh, is a you creature. You just said if you hear them, if you hear them shouting. Then you, you have know a general about where they I, you are. have you have a general idea of where they are. So if something that's what the word toward means, Fran. <laughs> I understand. He is right? lawyering when you, that when, one. <laughs> when you when you look at when the target of a spell is a creature, you need to yeah. be able to target that creature with, yeah. by seeing them. No, you just need to know where you can point in order to point toward them. Yeah. So in message, usually if you have to see them, the the spell will say point to a creature that you can see. But this this spell does not say that you have to see them. You just have to point toward That's them. That's true. And I mean, friend, spells you have spells, already established. Friend, spells do say and do specify specifically yeah. whether you can see. And the more, and I'm like, I'm looking at. I had to, I, I wanted to look this up to just see if this discussion has already happened at some point to make sure I'm that sure it right has. and it has, and ultimately the answer is it's up to the DM. And friend, okay. you have already established in the previous turn that since everybody can hear these two people shouting and screaming at one another, mm -hmm. that we know the general general direction. direction. Right, and yeah, how far how it. far away yeah. are to do and pregnant? You've 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 rules lawyered your way towards this <laughs> you are well within the 120 feet you would need to point at a whatever all right uh fine point towards <laughs> where you hear the shouting you, are you pointing towards uh points area okay yeah pregnart points toward uh -huh. the creature of larlock within range and he whispers you're bad i don't like you <laughs> he also attaches to that um, Curse of the Sea, which 
Uh, damn it, I don't think this applies at all. Huh. Hang on. Okay. And yeah. We should. So I just told also we, that I don't like. He's we also bad need to. Like yeah, him. we also need to clarify too, right? The curse of the sea is when you hit a creature with a cantrip's attack, or when a creature fails a saving throw against your cantrip. So. Oh, okay. Well, fuck me for not reading. I just wasted our turn. Sorry. Uh, Dudu can still move. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's going to uh, temporarily uh, move away from Pregnart, <laughs> and you see him fly to Boris. Um, and he says to Boris, uh, do you have, uh, 2,000 coins on you? Gold coins. I guarantee Boris probably has some, like, very, I'm pretty sure that like, she has, like, the piles of gold that she just, like, stole out of Dr. Heinz's office, like, in Ool, in the past. Yep. Or the gold I bars. don't think I did that on the last run. Oh, shit. I don't have noted that I have all of the money stolen true. from the office. You, so you from didn't that steal run. it again at, at the last I, reset. Oh, I didn't bad. steal it again, though. My my pockets. Uh, where does it tell me how much money I have? I do. I don't have two thousand gold coins unless somewhere in my inventory. Let's see here. I'm really curious where you're going. With oh this. no! Yes, I did. It is. It is in my notes. A lot of old coins and jewels from Doctor Hines' office. Okay. All it says is a lot. It does not specifically <laughs> indicate. <laughs> yeah, there's probably about two. There's there's definitely at least two thousand. Why? Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, what does the Baroness think is a lot? Right. Uh, well, Boris. You do that for how, do you, how do you? How do you? Yeah. How do you respond? How do you? I mean, well, you can respond. You can't give it to him right now, but can yeah, you I was gonna say I can't actually give him anything, right? As as a response to this. You know, fuck it. You could use your reaction to give him the money. I already used my bonus to, action. I, you could use your reaction, your reaction, to give it to him because I I want to know where he's going with this, and so I just want you to give him the money. <laughs> <laughs> it would be hilarious though. <laughs> yeah, okay. For for that would be embezzlement. <laughs> but Boris pulls to, I, I mean I I literally swept this money into my pockets though, right? It's not in a bag. I have like loose coins in my pockets. And you're flying, which is even and better. I'm flying. So you're just gonna dump out all these coins to the ground. <laughs> Or into the dude's sausage satchel. Hmm. Okay, you know what? <laughs> How about this for an aerial maneuver? All right. Both of you make sleight of hand checks. You do get a nine. 28. Okay. <laughs> you attempt this purse to purse maneuver. Um, but there are far more coins than there is room in the sausage sack. <laughs> so you have no idea how many coins actually made it into this. But many, many more. But many, many more rain to the ground. Uh, I need Quinn. Nope, not Quinn. You're on the ethereal plane. Uh, Paradil, make me a dex save. 
From dropping um, pennies from heaven. <laughs> I should also know that with I have, some coins that are falling down. I had nine muffins in the same pocket, as well as a couple of magic wands and some jewelry. Fantastic. <laughs> um, those things all, I guess, spill out as well. If I'm just shaking the pocket out, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Making a hail over there. Did you say a dex check? Dex save. A dex save? Mm-hmm. As coins rain down from above you. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know. I mean, it's coins, man. I'm not interested. All right. And muffins. Uh, I, have an, I have an eight. Okay. Uh, you get pelted with a few of these coins as they're falling down. Uh, you take two damage. Fine. I'm just still sour because... I did not read Curse of the Sea before I tried to cast it. <laughs> and you're just you're 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 in Peridil, you're you're feeling annoyed because you're like, why are there coins raining from the sky and like plinking you very hard? Mm. You're trying yeah. to get out of the way of the falling like stuff. Just stuff. Yeah, I'm pissed off. Um okay, that's it. That that sounds like a lot of things that happen on that combined turn. So we're just gonna move on to Quinn. Okay, so I'm going to reappear near Boris. I hope this makes sense. I'm going to cast Enhance Ability. Wait, you're going to reappear near Boris in the air? Yeah, couldn't I? I mean, yeah, I guess you could. And I just blink again and hopefully succeed. (laughs) Yeah, and hopefully succeed or you're falling. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, I like the I like all these all I'm, I'm, I love the all in plays I'm here. So sure, let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch Boris and cast um enhance ability, uh Owl's Wisdom. Um hopefully that will enhance her perception in some fashion. Um so I will cast that on Boris and then I'm gonna. Bl- I'm totally nightcrawling this bullshit. So I'm gonna blink and I love try to go back to the ethereal plane. This bullshit. <laughs> All right, like, you can't get me, but I'm gonna help everybody else. It's got to give you the bam. Oh, shit. Ah. You yeah, that's one bam right there. <laughs> oh no! What <laughs> a momento, por favor. What just happened? Uh, not a good roll, I'm assuming. So, so I'm going to ca- I'm going to cast Lucky Feet, or I'm going to use my Lucky Feet, which surprisingly I haven't used this entire. Uh, Boris, you have advantage on Wisdom checks. Essentially, is what that gives you. No advantage. Cool. I am I am currently falling. Um, okay, I, I, I like this, and I like the visual of like Quinn essentially re just like rematerializes from the ethereal plane next to Boris in the air with no no means of flying, like no means of anything, right? Just as himself, as his majestic self, casts a spell on you, and then like kind of like almost like snaps his fingers and like you know, like you know, is like you know, like the magician that like waves the wand or like okay, abracadabra, like you know, does tries to do the, do the trick, and then it doesn't work. And so you see this like 
this this flash of panic on, on Quinn's eye in Quinn's eyes. Can I, can I do a whole like uh, Wiley Coyote moment where I just like put a sign up that says "Help"? Yeah, yeah right, right. Because yeah, you're right. You're just you're briefly airborne right before you start falling. Yes. I put a bubblegum cigar in his mouth as well when he holds up the Absolutely. Yes, 100%. This all happens. <laughs> to be fair, I can technically cast it again on myself next round before I hit the ground, but we'll, we'll see how it all works out. Phenomenal. Uh, at the end of your, at the end of your turn, Quinn, yes. um, Larlock will use another legendary action. Oh, no. Uh, to hopefully try to do some shit to Vecna so that he can then turn his attention to everyone else who's not countering all of his spells and healing all of their health back. <laughs> He's going to look at you, Vecna, who's still blinded, I guess, um, right? Because we haven't even hit your, your turn is next. Um, and you would be able to repeat that save just against blindness at the end. Uh, but He's going to say, it's it's time for you to go away for a while. I'm sick of your shit. I'm sick of your endless quest of just wanton evil. And I don't care if you're good now. I don't care. It just makes me hate you more. And uh, I'm going to cast Magic Missile at seventh level. It sounds like about 10,000 gold coins, nine muffins, and a half elf falling, and seven magic missiles flying through the air. <laughs> you know, this is exactly what strip clubs were like before they invented paper currency. <laughs> oh my. All right. Well, let's see. I know I was there. And I was evil. So I didn't tip. Not even the bartender. The worst kind of evil. <laughs> 33 force damage. I haven't healed since then, so yes. That does what you're looking to have it do. Um, <sighs> Vecna reappears on the ground. Battered and unconscious. I guess Vecna, you have to. Do we make you make death saves? I don't really know. As like a, as a. Do undead make death saves? Right. I don't. I don't know. Or do you just? Do you just go fuck off back into your phylactery for a century? Well, all right. Let's see. Because like, like we're we're like we're in a, we're in uncharted. We're yeah, we're in uncharted. T well, because like if something is if he's about to just go fuck off back to his phylactery, it's time for a monologue, right? Before what? any of that happens. What constitutes slain for a player character? Failing three death saves. He is a player saves. character now. Failing three death saves. If, so we gotta uh, do yeah, it. Yeah, because it says I'm dying. If yeah. Vecna is slain, his soul refuses to accept its fate. You I mean, gotta just call him. refuses to accept it its fate. It is refusing to accept its fate, so you're making death saves. That makes sense to me. Yeah, and you I just have to call all them. You just have to call them undeath saves. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, just change the name. Uh, undeath. Okay. All right, so do I have to roll under a 10 then? No. Yes. That would be kind of funny. Uh, All right. The fails, so, are, the fails are good. The successes are bad. 
So it you have awesome. you have less of it. it. You have that slightly less of a chance to succeed now, right? Because uh, yes. it's, ten, it's ten or better. So in this case, it's uh, nine or worse. Uh, you don't have to make it now. You make it on your right. turn, but I guess it yes. is your turn now. So what do we got? Well, let's hope there are cashless strip clubs in the future. Five. Five. Okay, that's that's a I guess one in the failed slash success column. Like th- th- this is good for you. <laughs> also, I'm going to say that then a nat one would stand you up with one hit point, whereas a nat yep. twenty would give you two successes, <laughs> which are the it bad is, things. <laughs> yes, it is the most hapless heroes thing possible. So it's exactly <laughs> what we're going to do. Okay, I love this. I love this. You are making undeath saves, and you succeeded on one. Good job, Vecna. Yeah, he's just making really quiet Nicolas Cage vocalizations. <laughs> that's, that's what the subtitles say on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Um, and and then you know, Larlock will comment. Now to finally deal with the rest of you idiots. Uh, and it's gonna be your turn, Paradell. Hmm. How how far away is Paradil from where I can guess Larlock is toward? <laughs> English words? Roughly 30 to 40 feet north and uh, somewhere in the air, approximately 30 to 40 feet in the air. Okay. I feel like I already have tried this and you have allowed it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm Which going is? to again try to fire my heavy crossbow. Yes, you are perfect. Like I said, you can perfectly do that at disadvantage. Okay, cool. That is totally fine. And I'm going to continue moving so you, I mean And you had blessed your bolts with the holy water as well, if I recall correctly. Oh yeah, I did. And um I I was maintaining motion so that I uh yeah, so you move. What is like it called? You, so yeah. I can maintain evasive footwork. Yeah, that extra uh, AC you have, right? Yeah. That makes sense to me. Okay. okay. Let me look at I think that's just uh, Yeah, I think that's just a uh, sixteen. Unfortunately the bolt just sails into the air and keeps going. Dang it. That was disadvantageous. You missed. Um. Yeah, and I think my my action surge, I think, is just for melee stuff, right? Well, it's to take an extra action, but unless you have crossbow master, you have to now right, right, spend right. the rest of your turn, you know, reloading that thing. Then, let's see, is indomitable uh, a bonus action? Oh wait, no, that's not what I meant. Oh, second wind is what I mean to use. I believe that's a bonus action. Yes. Okay. I'm going to roll for a second wind. To regain some HP. Yes. Sounds good. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so I get 21 back because that is a D10 that I rolled a one on. And then your level. Fighter level. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, it's at least it's, it's, st- it's still 21. 21 guaranteed, and it can only be better but, you know. All right. I think that's my turn. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'm just running around aimlessly. 
to maintain motion. Um, that sounds good. At the end of your turn, I'm going to use my last legendary action uh, to cast another spell. This time, it would be a cone that's going to be pointed down towards all y'all. So you try to encompass the folks in the air and on the ground. Uh, it's a 60-foot cone, right? So I think I should be able to 30 feet here, 30 feet away. Yeah, be able to just just hit you with like the, the spread of it. But you're going to see uh, eight multicolored rays of light just flash from the air. Uh, each ray is a different color, and, well, they have different powers and purposes. So uh, I need Jarrell, Quinn, Boris, Paradil, and Dr. Dedu to make... Who's in my 30 feet? Uh, everybody but Paradil, because he moved... Okay. To, made, to maintain his stuff. He was moving towards where he was shooting. So. Everybody but Paradil is what? Gets the plus, the, the bonuses from Jarrell. Oh. Uh, right, because you said you moved 20 feet? I just said, I was just moving around aimlessly. Oh, moving around aimlessly. Okay, no, fine. Then you get, you get the bonus too. You're just moving aimlessly. You're just running in circles, yeah, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. Serpentine. What kind of save is yeah. it? Zag, zig, zigs and zagging. Uh, it's going to be a deck save. A deck save. Uh, does Pregnard have to make that, or just Paradil? Just Paradil. Uh, do will because he, he, he left you. Uh, I am. Pregnard going... should be out of harm's way, though. I think yeah. yeah, you left him out of harm's way and then flew up to Boris. That was my understanding. That was my mm-hmm. understanding of your intention there. You weren't just going to abandon him. Like no. in his weakened state, you were gonna like get him to safe somewhere, like and then fly up there. It's fine. I'm good with that. Jeez. So, everyone's rolling for this, right? Everyone's and then making a deck save and adding plus five from Jarrell's aura. Yep. Oh, just an automatic plus five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and whatever on top of whatever you know bonuses you'd have. Holy shit! Ah. Uh... Oof. Yeah. Hold on. I got an I got big oof energy over here. Even an advantage? You get Even... advantage from me. Wait, I got advantage? You get advantage against spells. Okay. From Jarrell. Okay. Just then... just Paradel, right? No, everybody. Oh everybody? Oh we're we're okay. rolling advantage here? So yeah. oh, cool. I'm now going to spend an indomitable. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I also want to clarify something. So I have elven accuracy, which means I can re-roll as long as I have advantage. Elven accuracy? So roll re-roll elven, any dice as long as you have advantage? Or? No, it says whenever you have advantage on an attack roll using dexterity, an attack roll. intelligence. An attack roll. This is not an attack roll you're making. You're making a saving throw. trying to be more accurate with your saving throw or I, I just sorry I, right. I was defending against an attack I'm sorry never mind you silly all right. it's still it's still a really good roll so I'm fine I'm so pissed right now so I I rolled a two and then I rolled a three and then luckily, your indomitable roll yeah yeah well, I, what I thought was my indomitable roll and then John said 
well, I could just use that as my advantage. Advantage, roll. and then use Indomitable so, to re-roll the, yeah. Yep, and then I rolled another two. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we know that uh, Paradil definitely failed. How, Quinn, how'd you do? I guess I got a 12 from that, if that means anything. It's cool. <laughs> I got a 24. Cool. Um, you also fail. I knew it. Boris? Um, I rolled a nat 20, so I got 37 <laughs> once I finished adding all the stuff on. Cool. And Jarrell? And do Jarrell first. Yep. Uh, Jarrell got an 18, and Dudu got a 9, and neither of those are going to do it. So Boris is the only one who passes here, um, but you will still take half as much of this effect, even if you have a, an ability that says you can't, because I will remind you, Larlock has an ability uh, called Spell Mastery. Whenever Larlock casts a spell that allows the creature to take no damage on a successful save, the creature instead takes half damage but suffers no additional effects. Damn it. <laughs> okay, so this this spell is an attack spell, correct? It is. I'm not targeting anybody. I'm targeting a 60, I'm making a 60 foot cone. Wait, of wait, wait, no, no, no. I, okay. Not the Ion spell. Uh, okay. All right. It's a spell. So I also cast. Uh, I casted in the last session um, the multiple people spell. So okay. I believe I can roll for that. Yes. Roll the d20 okay. for mirror image. Okay. So if oh. I get a six or higher. Mirror image. That's what it was. I can roll the spell. Multiple people spell. I rolled a 10. So it hits one of my... That sounds good. So you would be... if You and Boris are affected by a red ray of light. Paradil, it's crazy. I rolled two, two twos and two sevens. I'm supposed to roll a d8, and that determines which color you guys are affected by. I rolled two twos and mm -hmm. two sevens. So the twos are orange, and the sevens are violet. So we resolve the oranges. You guys will be taking acid damage. So we get that going. Um, and that's that's me and Boris. You and Boris. Boris will be okay. taking half this much. It's gonna be. Oh, that's a lot of low numbers. Well, it just. It just destroys one of my mirror images. Yes. Because um, as long as you hit. Happy about it, this. Uh, so 27. So that's going to be 13 acid damage for you then, Boris. You take an Excellent. Acid. And then the indigo, or sorry, the violet light, um, Jarrell and Paradil are blinded and have to make a wisdom saving throw at the start of their next turns to end the blindness. No damage, though. No damage, just blind. All right. We have advantage on wisdom saves. That's good. While within 30 feet of Jarrell. Uh, right. Something else will happen if you fail the save against the blindness at the start of your turn. <laughs> Great. So uh, <laughs> you're going to want to pass, is all I'm going to tell you. How much damage did I take? None. Blind players. You're just oh, blind. Just blinded. Okay. Uh, and that will take us then to Jarrell's turn. Jarrell, we are skipping your turn because you have been befuddled. However, <laughs> you may make the save against blindness. I would very much suggest you try your absolute hardest to pass this save. Yeah, 20. Wait, okay. what technically does that mean again that Jarrell is, is, is in the befuddled state? He's cursed. Oh, okay. He is cursed and has to spend his turn doing nothing. But I did roll a net 20. That's very good for you. The additional effect doesn't happen, and you are no longer blind. Congratulations. Huzzah. 
And we have reached the top of initiative. This was an action-packed episode. Uh, we have some undeath saves happening. We have lots of things going on in this combat. I have lots of notes again. I hope I didn't forget anything again. Uh, but we're going to have to continue is running this. in circles. Yes, Paradell is running in circles. I definitely <laughs> will not forget that. Um, but I think, you know, as we as we typically do, right, with these long-form combat stuff like that, we're back at the top of initiative. We're going to call the episode for the evening. Uh, but if you like us, you can find us on the internet. We're on such places as Twitter and Instagram or all the other social medias. Just look for us, Hapless Heroes, Hapless Heroes Podcast. Um, those social media pages, if you just uh, blow some of the dust off of them, we'll have pinned posts that have link has an invite link to our Discord server, which is really where we spend the most the majority of our time socializing with you, our wonderful audience. We encourage you to join our community. It's totally free. Um, we have many different discussion channels. You know, you just pick whatever one suits your fancy. You talk about food, talk about cats, talk about these episodes in the spoiler tag channel. You know, whatever you want, just come and be a part of our growing community. It's a really great time. Um, we'd love to have you there. But if you really, really like us, we'd love it if you left a five-star review on the podcast service of choice. Um, all those reviews, you know, help us grow in the ranks, even if, if those reviews even are still a thing these days. But, you know, we just want to read some kind words you say about us because it makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Uh, so, you know, and if your podcast service doesn't let you do that, well, we have a five-star channel on our Discord where you can say some nice things and we'll read it on the air and say some nice things right back to you. It's a great little thing. Um, so do that. But now if you really, really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon. It's just patreon.com slash heroes. We have a whole bunch of different rewards, uh, behind-the-scenes audio bloopers. Um, we also have been recording these, like, between-two-episodes episodes where we just, like, pick a topic and riff on it for however long. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's been just a chaotic good time. So, you know, we'd encourage you to see, check it out, see if it's worth, uh, you know, like, essentially the price of a cup of coffee a month. And, you know, we It's mostly about food. Yeah, at least 50% of the episodes are about food. We um, mostly talk about how food is good. Mm-hmm. But there have been other discussions. But you'll just have to check it out, see if it's for you. And, you know, we'd love to you know have you part of that as well. And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal. Invent a new sport that uses uh, an old iPod as uh, the, the object ball and uh, it, um, have it be playing our podcast. And uh, the, you, you get a point if you throw the iPod onto an upturned headphone jack that's attached to speakers that everybody can hear our podcast through. Cool. That's it. I'm not even going to say that one's doable because I don't think that's do. It's just a hard sport. <laughs> and it, actually, you know what? There might be like a little funnel device like and track involved, in. so it can guide it down onto that upturned headphone jack. There's an there. There may there could be an apparatus. The difficulty of the sport is up to you, dear listener. You play with a scoop. Yeah, I made some very broad. Uh, guidances in the design of the sport and uh, you can do with those what you may. Cool. I just hope you have a good time. I, we do too. You fulfill. Yeah. You, fulfill you feel fulfilled at the end of it and you 
um, you feel like you are bettering mankind through your efforts to make a stupid sport. Okay. Fran's distracted. Well, uh, <laughs> Fran, no, what are you distracted I'm by? not distracted. <laughs> I'm just processing. So I'm just going to go ahead and outro of this cast because I don't really know what else to do here. So starting, you know, starting in my virtual right with John playing Lord Jarrell the Light, sometimes Doctor to Do. Until next time. Zach is Peridil and Pregnart. Um, I'm running in circles. I'm, I'm saying messages toward someone. <laughs> Nicole is Boris the Butcher. I'm pretty sure I can stab that blob. Mike is Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. And uh, Dave as Vecna, but good. But dead. But dying? Why do you laugh every time? (laughs) Question mark? (laughs) Yeah, and I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. We'll see you next week. Uh, I love you. Bye. 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 So long, suckers.